Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure, right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, sharing my adventures in homeschooling from behind the wheel of my RV, currently in America's backyard. And I'm Holly Giles from the Giles Frontier, sharing my experiences in parenting right here on my back porch in Central Florida. Join us as we share our Christian perspective on parenting and home education. So find yourself a quiet, cozy spot, and let's share a little time together. (laughs) Hello, Road School Moms. Welcome to episode 171. Be Still is the series that Holly and I have been talking about for the past few weeks. This is our final episode of that series, and today we're going to talk all about being enough. Before we get started on that, I have to tell you that I have the pleasure of being at the Giles Frontier this week, and I'm so excited, Holly, to be sitting across from the table from you instead of across the country, and I am loving Central Florida this week. Yes, it's a beautiful week, isn't it? We're having a great time, getting a lot accomplished. We are. Yes. My kids are having a, well, half my kids. Half my kids aren't with me and half my kids are, but the half that are with me are having a great time here with your family, and it's going to be hard for us to leave, except for the knowledge that we'll be back soon. Yes, we'll get together soon. So today we are going to talk about being enough. And before we get started on that, I want you to tell me, um, because I think that we always say that to each other and we hear that it's kind of a cliche, oh, you're enough. But what does that mean exactly? Well, first, remember I told you last week I want to tell you my solar eclipse story. Oh, yes. Do that. Because I thought it sort of tied in what we were talking about. It does. It does. So last week on Home Mindset, you talked about your trip, the solar eclipse, and that whole thing with your family and how it didn't work out, but it was better anyway. So our solar eclipse trip was to a Springs here in Florida, and we were going to go by boat, and we had to travel across this huge lake, like huge. You know, it takes a long time to cross the lake. And we have a bass boat, which just isn't really exciting because it's not like it's a family boat. You know, a bass boat is for fishing, so it's really just for a couple people. If you get more than that, it's just not comfortable. So we're packed into this bass boat. We've gone to the solar eclipse. We've had a beautiful day. A storm is coming. We knew all day a storm was coming, but we know, not exactly sure, you know, when it's coming. We've got to go back. We get in the boat. So there's a seat, you know, it's three across. I'm in the middle. My husband's driving. Grayson's on the other side. And then Grant is wedged in between the windows on the platform right so we're going the storm comes there's high winds there's lightning everywhere and i'm one of those i just freak out i do not want to be on water i'm freaking out i can understand that (laughs) and i just want to see land no land in sight the waves i'm talking huge waves break start coming up on this water and if you've been in a boat before boat hits waves you slam water goes everywhere you know so as we're going water is just coming over all sides of the boat now i'm wearing sunglasses which at this point are zero help whatsoever my husband forgot his sunglasses and this is a even though it's a lake it has channels so if you're a boater you know you have to stay within the channel you have to look for the markers and different color markers mean different things storms coming the wind is so rough that i'm i'm really scared so I'm sitting there scared to death 
And what's happening is my husband is laser focused on the narrow path of the channel markers. Well, he can't see them because the water is whipping so fast, he literally can't see it. So my son, older son on my left, his whole thing was his head was going from left to right. Daddy, there's a white marker on your right. Daddy, the orange marker's on his left. So he was zero focused on those channel markers and where they were and making sure his daddy saw them. Well, Grant, who was the younger one, who's wedged in there getting beat to death by wind and the sand coming off the bow of the boat, is just smiling, like beaming from ear to ear, <laughs> smiling. And lightning is striking, and it was, I was really afraid. And I started praying, and I was like, Lord, just save my children. <laughs> I was like, I don't care about me anymore. This is so bad. Just save my children. And I'm just clutching them, right? So this goes on and on. And I mean, by the time we get to shore, my stomach is tore up and I'm just thanking God that we made it, you know, and my husband, you know, he never says it, but he was like, that was, you know, pretty bad. And Grayson, I started thinking about what was going on. Well, as I'm standing there kind of absorbing the scene, you know, they're getting the boat out and everybody's kind of, you know, Grant, my youngest comes walking over to me and he goes, now, mom, I know that you're going to have to write about this or talk about this situation, but I just don't want you to, you know, blow it out of proportion because it wasn't scary. That was the best time I've had in forever. <laughs> and then it hit me that we all see things so differently. I thought about the four different perspectives of that moment. For me, it was absolutely terrifying and I was afraid for our family. <laughs> My husband didn't care about the periphery. He's focused on in front. Older son, totally focused on the periphery, those markers. Younger son, better than a roller coaster man. He's having the time of his life, you know. Mm -hmm. And it just made me think about life and friendships and families and how each of us really see things differently and how we need to consider that in our life and what, what we're doing. So that was my solar eclipse story. <laughs> I love that you shared that. The perspective of that is so true. And it does resonate with so many other areas in your life. Because as a mom, that is our nature. To instantly be worried about our kids and the safety. And right. what they need to be safe. And how it, you know how this is all going to play out. You're, as you were sitting there, I'm sure you were thinking about, what if, if the boat tips over, this is what I'm going to do. If Who am I going to make sure you... I mean, really, it's, and exactly. that comes to priorities in your life. What am I, who am I going to go... Who am I going to try to save first? Well, definitely not yourself right. because you're a mom. <laughs> you know. And so I'm sure that was in your head that day. And um, so I get that. And I'm glad you shared that. Cause, and it really is a good lead-in to our show today. It is. Because it's it really is your perspective that makes you feel like that you're not, you're enough. not enough because that was how I felt I can't do that like I can't save my family you know I, I cannot do this alone. all by yourself right. right I can't do this alone and that made me think you know later on as I was thinking about it and laughing at how my son knows me so well like I know you're gonna write about this but don't you know Make it more than it was because it was so much fun. It was not scary. And that is so, but like, just take that little thing out of there right now. That's so typical then of so many <laughs> other areas of your life. Your kids are oblivious that they almost got run over by a jump truck, that they almost just drowned in the lake. They're oblivious to that 
Thank goodness. Yes. Right? That's true. But that's their job. Their job is to be a kid. It's your job to keep them safe and, you know, to keep them in your perspective. So that's our struggle. I think many moms, we struggle with this right now on being enough, whether it's encapsulated in a boat and you think you're, you know, families in doom or everyday life. We right. think we're not enough. And you know what I think a lot of it is media right now. We talk about that a lot, whether it's media, it's it's TV, it's internet, social channels, or even in social situations with other families or sporting events and things like that. Everything is geared toward doing more, mm-hmm. being more than you are. And I honestly believe it's a lie. We don't have to be more. What do you think about that? Well, I, you know, being a mom really is the most important job you'll ever have. Now, I'm not saying that if you don't have children that you're not important. I'm, let's not right. go there. Right. I'm saying if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have kiddos. And so I'm saying being a mom is the most important job that you'll ever have. You are molding the lives of your kiddos. You're building the layers of the foundation that they are going to use for the rest of their life. And guess what? You're the example for your kids. So take yourself out of it. You're the example that you're setting for your kids that they're going to turn around and do the same thing for their kids. And really, this is a generation thing. So not trying to put the pressure on you, but seriously, think about that. It's, it's, it's all about how you act and react in those situations. And right. you are enough. Right. Right. You know, one of the reasons I think... Well, like I said, we fail in this area because we're told that we should be able to do it all. Don't you think you should be able to do it all? Yeah, well, think about this. I was When you were just said that a minute ago about social media, I think about, um, you know, used to if your kids were on the ball team, you just went to the ball. You just went, you dropped them off That's for practice right. or wherever you went. They played ball. It was fun. Now. Or you just sat up in the stands. You sat up in the and stands. And nobody knew if you were That's there That's not. not enough anymore. No, you have to take cupcakes to the practices or the after party or the whatever it is. And by the way, don't just take regular cupcakes. Make sure they look like baseballs or something I don't know <laughs> and 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 you probably have to work at a concession stand and I'm not saying that this is bad please don't crucify me for what I'm saying but I'm saying is it's not enough right. for your kid just to play ball anymore you have to do all these other things or if you don't what are you doing you're riding the guilt train all the way home gosh I should have worked in the concession stand oh, you know Holly's like been me. there Holly worked twice last week I know she did gosh I should have I mean seriously it's too I much I wrote about the soccer thing because we came into soccer, we'll have to put the link in there, but it's the exact same thing. I didn't know there was actually silent rules for parents of what you're supposed to do. I know. And I really got it for yeah. the for not knowing. And it was, I felt embarrassed and I felt bad. I felt bad for my son. That's he was what like, I was just getting ready to say. Well, mom, didn't you know that you had to bring so-and-so? I'm like, no, how, how would I have known that? Right. You know, I'm there. I see everyone. This is where it starts, though, because you just said it. I'm so glad you said it early in this episode. You just said what happens. It's not even the fact, because we're moms, it's not even just the fact that we're, like, not shamed into it, but we're guilted into it. We are. We're guilted into it. But immediately what comes to your mind is your kids. So you know, oh, well, you don't want, you know, if Grant's playing ball, well, you don't want him to feel like, oh, his mom's not enough. Even though he's never going to think that. Right. In your head. Right. Your crazy mom brain. That's where it comes from. <laughs> well, it wasn't my crazy mom because that is that is what's happening. That's what's happening is it's, it's like becoming part of everyone. And so here I come in oblivious and 
don't even know what's going on. And then I'm all I'm pull I'm sucked into it because then I'm then I'm feeling bad right. because I didn't I didn't do what we were supposed to do. Right. So I found this quote actually I actually found it in the hospital uh, about a year or so ago when I was in the hospital um, with some family and. I kind of felt like it was good for this topic that we're talking about. And it says, the self-sufficient worker may seem to be moving the world, but it is the humble praying worker that moves heaven. Mm. And so if you think about that. I love that. I've never heard that before. I love that. Isn't that neat? Because if you think about it, we're pushed to be self-sufficient super moms to do it all, but we can't do it all. But if we take a step back and we're praying about it and we're giving it to the Lord and we're humble in what we do, we actually are moving. It might be at a slower pace, right, than everyone else, but we're actually moving forward and not, you know, like this, you know, Mm -hmm. running and crazy. And I think that's what's happening behind the scenes for a lot of moms. Don't you? I do. Oh my gosh. I love that. You know, road school moms, you should write that down. If you have a planner, put it in it. If you've got a whiteboard or something on your refrigerator, write it on there. If you're a sticky note person like me, write it on a sticky note. I love that quote. That's something that you should totally live by. You know, it's, it's priorities. You know, it is, it's priorities. And honestly, you know this already in the short time that we've been together, I have this issue anyway. Um, you know, I have a priority issue. Yes. And I, you know, I want you guys out there, our listeners, to learn and be encouraged from us. Not because we're so smart and have all the answers, but because I want you to learn from me and learn from my mistakes and let me help you figure <laughs> out how not to make those same crazy mistakes. I, you know, I'm a solo mom by choice, not by choice, not by choice. Not by right. choice. And, um, you know, I struggle with this a lot. There's, so many things that come into play and for me I have to really watch my priorities and the goals for my family because the goals for my family are what drives my priorities and sometimes those get upside down and for me I mean I'm not gonna lie it's it it goes to finances it's you know a lot of times I'm motivated by money and by finances and what bills are due for the month and honestly that is not I mean Jesus tells us that is not the right avenue to be taking and so I know, know, but you know what? I, we've had the chance to spend a couple of days here together. Normally, we're completely across the country, and you know, I know that you're working, and I know your work is actually a twenty four seven. I mean, that's just what your work is, your phone and everything. But I didn't realize how much of your time that it took. And so you've been here for a couple of days, <laughs> and we're already, you know, out of whack on what we wanted to accomplish because of your work. And, you know, we're getting to do fun stuff with your kids and hang out with your kids. But I got to thinking about, you know, your life is different. And you're not, you don't get to be the mom that, you know, stays home and does whatever. Yes, you're a homeschool mom, but you have, you're the breadwinner as well. And having to find the balance in that. And so for you, that's your priority. You've got two priorities. You have to work to take care of your kids and you got to take care of your kids. And pretty much you're very careful otherwise on what you're doing because you're you're going to give the best of yourself away, right? Yeah. You're making me cry. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Cuz that's exactly how I feel. I do. I feel like, "Oh my gosh, I need to take care of my kids, but I need to take care of my right. kids." Like there's two levels. Two different for me. things. Yeah. So just like this morning, you know, I was I mean, we're here. I know that you're waiting on me to record this episode. 
We have so many things we're going to do today. We are going to get to visit with Kristen and her family. And Tori had a headache and my phone was ringing and I had to get the billing done. If I didn't get the billing done, I wasn't going to get to record with you. If we didn't get to record with you, we weren't going to get to Kristen's. And oh my gosh, Tori, you have a headache. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> you don't have, I don't have time for your headache. So, you know, but what I really had to do was, and I did it in there. I, you know, in, in the normal times, I'll just be honest. A lot of times I, I don't take the right road and the right road was for me to stop what I was doing and take care of Tori and I did I massaged her head for a few minutes and I said a little prayer over and I you know just tried to pray for some peace for myself because at that minute I was spilling over with mom crazy my own of my own doing and once I did that and then she felt better and I got my billing done and we got out here and now we're recording and even though we're a little bit late (laughs) it's least it didn't it might have been a little detour a little off track but at least we're not completely derailed and that's what happens to my days when i don't get up if i don't have my priorities straight if i don't get up and have a prayer and get myself together i get off track because my my goals aren't driving my priorities and in that case you're just you're lost you're in the dark with no you don't even know which way you're going right i i wanted to say something about motherhood but while you said that Kristen, you know Kristen, she's our prayer team leader and we're getting to spend time with her as well this week and she said something yesterday uh, I think I think she was talking to you about just asking God to go before you mm-hmm. and she said what a difference that can make that resonated in your crazy with me. day I'm so glad you said that because that resonated with me when she said that I love her so much I'm so glad she's part of our road school moms team because she just things just spill out of her mouth and I think how did she I mean it just it did it went right to my heart what she said yeah and what she said was you know we can have everyone can have crazy days no matter what your life looks like and what she said and now she's a mom of five and she has littles you know her days are crazy and she said I can totally get caught up in that and get snappy and da 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 but she said if I can just stop and ask God to go before me Mm -hmm and prepare me then my days not that they're not going to be rough but the edges are smoothed out a little bit and what i was thinking was you know, somehow I look back and every generation could have felt this way, I'm sure. Because obviously motherhood, we all still have babies the same way. But motherhood has changed in the perspective mm-hmm. of our culture. And I think somehow society has taken motherhood and twisted it really to be a side note of greater things. Mm-hmm. Well, what you're pushed to think is greater things in your life. Instead of being fully mom and whatever that means. Yeah, you're the working mom, but you can still be fully mom and not give the rest of yourself to, you know, the the church committee and the co-op committee and these types of things is to find a way to be fully mom mm-hmm. and accept that. And we heap all these other things on our plate, hoping that we're going to measure up to the super mom next door. So the thing is, is people could be looking at Mary Beth Goff and think, man, she is a super mom. She does a podcast. She has four kids and she works and look how put together she looks all the time but you guys are listening to this this is the real side of what that super mom syndrome looks like right right well i think we all you know we all think we have a cape 
and you know take your cape off because that is not <laughs> that's really not it I, you know it's really not and I think that this goes a little bit back to that comparison show we did a few weeks ago um, but you know don't you think everything kind of comes back to that comparison yes I do and I, I don't I'm telling you that's why I think that show is so important and I'm really trying hard not to be preachy about it because <laughs> it really it resonates with me because when we done that show and I researched a little bit of why comparison is is a sin you know it leads to envy and all right. that go back and listen to that show road school moms if you didn't if you didn't hear that show because it was an important one but that is where it does all go back to comparison it's just it's evil it's the devil's work and it just it it's, I don't know. It's just, it'll, it clings on and, and you cannot shake it. I mean, you got to just keep shaking it off, yeah. shaking it off and know you're enough and know that you're doing the right thing for your family. Know that he is, you know, know that God's got a plan and it's all in his timing and it's not your plan, you know? Right. And I think we get caught up in that. We do. And what I wanted to get across for this episode is this is where saying no comes into play. Saying no to the other things that are yes. going to take away from the time that you do have. I know we have listeners that are new moms, young moms, you know, you can't even see past the diapers and the tantrums and the toddlers and everything like that. And sometimes you wish, like you wish, oh, I wish it was, they were this age, or I wish we were at this stage, mm-hmm. or I wish I could do, go do whatever. But you and I sitting here with teenagers now, mm-hmm. we see how short mm-hmm. that window is. And if you have the ability to be home, that is enough. That is enough. You know, I have to work as well. I've always had to. I have to work to supplement our income. And it it is a weighing game on where you feel like you're not doing, Mm -hmm. you know, enough for your kids. And I think we we just have to take our realities and kind of look at it, you know, like what we're doing and find the balance and not stay in our own lane or in our own boat as I we know, right stay in your own lane I, that's another I I know our listeners are gonna be like oh my gosh she's talking about this again but it's really it is stay in your own lane people because if you don't you're gonna get ran over left behind you're gonna run out of gas I mean seriously think of it in those terms because it, it's true that's yeah. how it works and what I want moms to think about is you know, and I know when my kids were little, I used to think, oh my word, we're going to be in this stage forever. And I can't see, mm-hmm. you know, years down the road. And my grandmother would always say, honey, the time flies by so fast. I'm thinking, what is she talking about? Mm-hmm. And now I see it, you know, and I did. I, I really tried to, I always say soak in. I did. I, I made the time to soak in my children. And as I've grown and they've grown and, you know, God has brought us into this kind of a ministry with other families and talking with moms, is I want them to realize that if they give in and they go and teach this class and they go be the coordinator for this and they go do that, and it's enjoyable. I'm not saying that it's not enjoyable and it's not fun. However, I want you to think, are you giving away your best to everyone else but your family? Mm-hmm. And you might not see it. Mm-hmm. You'll, you might see it later. Right. Is Are those things really worth the soaking up of your family at this season? Because you know what? Our kids aren't always going to be home. We actually have a life coming, if God grants us that right, right. <laughs> after children. Yeah. That we can come back and do those other things that 
we want to do or we think that we have to do now, but maybe we could save it, save it for later. Yeah, you know, and that makes me think of something, another thing that I'm guilty of, and that is, you know, you you get to a point where, just like me right now, I, you know, I really loved my littles when they were little, or I loved my, I loved when my kids were little, that's what I meant to say. And so now I find myself wishing things were different. And because and, I was a stay-at-home mom for many years, even though I worked at home and I've always done my own thing, I was not like I am now. So I did stay home and I did have a lot of those great years. And now, you know, I find myself wishing, oh, I wish it was that way. And I find myself worrying about the future instead of being present. Don't spend so much time in the past and worrying about the future that you're not in the present. Use the time you have. If you didn't get to soak it up for whatever reason, you know, in the last couple of years, then forget about it. Soak it up today. Right. And soak it up and make plans and set your family goals and make your priorities so that you can soak it up tomorrow. Because, you know, there's never any time like the present. We all say we want to be intentional. But saying you want to be intentional and being present and being intentional, those are two different roads. So make right. sure you're on the same, make right. sure you're on the right path. Yeah. And like I said, you know, there's life after our kids and, you know, we think we have obligations among motherhood and and aside from being a mom and homeschooling, I have to work, Mary Beth has to work. And so I, like you said, it's, it's choices and enjoying where you are right now. Mm -hmm. And we all have regrets or things we wish, but we can't live in that. We've got to live for, you know, today in Mm -hmm. those moments. And, um, this hits home for me today because uh, today we're here together, but most of my family is in Georgia right now and they are at my cousin's funeral and he's 39 years old. And, um, you know, you think about parents and they're all, you know, they're talking about him growing up and Mm -hmm. whatever. And I, what's really cool is about a couple months ago, you know, I met them, my cousin and his mom and several cousins, we all got together at this place, Mary Beth and I had met a year or so ago, and we had a beautiful day. Like we had the most beautiful day together, enjoyed each other, and that makes me smile today Mm -hmm. because we did. We all dropped whatever we were doing. We came from all over different places, and we just enjoyed that time sitting at that restaurant in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I am, my heart's with my family today, but I am joyous that we took, that we soaked it in that day. We spent time with our family and enjoyed those moments. And sometimes I think we can be with other people, but not really. Mm-hmm. Our mind's somewhere else mm-hmm. because of all the things that yes. we think we're supposed to be doing. That's what I'm talking about and being present. Yeah. And, you know, if you hadn't taken that, what if you hadn't taken that time that day because you thought you had to stay home right. and do something that was more Which important. is so easy to do. It is so easy. Because and that's you why. think, oh, next time you're in town. Yes, you and know. you just, that's where you have to be obedient and you have to know, you know, what God has a plan. He's never late. He's always on time. He's never early. I mean, I say that all the time, but it's so true. And, you know, unfortunately... For, you know, for here on us here on earth, like the situation you're talking about, God already knew that your cousin's life was going to be short. And so he put you in that place that day to be able to spend that time with him. You know, if you hadn't been obedient and, you know, in your priorities that day, you would have missed that opportunity to spend that time with him. And you wouldn't have that beautiful memory that carries you through the situation. God was already making you strong. And I, I wanted to close our time together with scripture, but Mary Beth is here in town because we had Pioneer Day yesterday. And this really is resonating with what we experienced with families mm-hmm. yesterday 
is they, couldn't you see it on their faces? They were really enjoying the moment with their kids. Mm -hmm. And let me just tell you, yesterday was here at my house. It wasn't anything fancy, but God provided such a beautiful day, Mm -hmm. didn't he? The weather and everyone soaked it in. Mm -hmm. And they, the word of yesterday was joy. Mm -hmm. And I think because... We weren't running around. We were doing really simple things, right? Don't you think? One thing at a time. You can't... This is a misconception. We're not going to go into it today. We're going to talk about it on a different show. It's a misconception that you can be a multitasker. Multitasking is is a lie. It is. You can't be a good mom. Oh, I've got a quote for that, but that's for another show. That's right. We're not even going to talk about it. We're going to go there. And I want to, you know, we're, we're wrapping up here, but one thing that really come out of yesterday too, and I talked with some moms about it, is seasons. And really there is a season for everything. So look at your season, moms. And if, you know, just think of it this way. It's springtime right right now. So do you have your snow boots on? No, you don't have your snow boots on. Of course not. You have your umbrella handy, probably. You have your rain boots on or whatever you use in the springtime, wherever in the country you are. You know, those are by the back door. And your snow boots are put up for the season, right? And this is the same idea. Just because you put your snow boots up, in this case, just because you don't get on the church committee or join the co-op or be the soccer mom assistant coach or whatever, just because that's put on a shelf for right now, doesn't mean that you're not going to use them again. Doesn't mean that season's not going to come around again where it will be the right time for you to take that little plate, you know, plate, take the place on the church committee or, or whatever. Right. Right. You know, so it's the same, same with that. So know your season, analyze your family goals and act accordingly. Be present. Be present. Uh, last thing before my quote is I think that, Yes, God does place things in our lives, but I think the devil also tempts us with those things that are good. Yes. But that doesn't mean it's good for you right now. That's where obedience comes into it. And, you know, I am, well, I'm 49 years old. I can say it out loud. It's even sometimes I don't (laughs) want to say it out loud. It's taken me 40, almost 49 years to realize I thought I was being obedient all this time. I've just realized in the last couple of years that that's, you know, you, you have to know how to be obedient. Having faith is one thing, all these other things. Being obedient is what really gets you where you need to be. But you know what? It's hard. Of course it's It's hard hard to be obedient. Jesus didn't say it was going to be easy. His his walk to Calvary wasn't easy, and neither is ours. So this is our Bible quote for this one, and you can put your take on it as well. I love it in so many ways. It's from Colossians 3.12. Clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And I look at that as you listen to that scripture, and I'll say it again. It speaks to me as a mother to let it soak in, let it find meaning for you, that being enough just as you are and giving that, that tenderheartedness, that kindness, that humility and gentleness and patience to your children. Because sometimes we give it to everyone else, but we don't give it to our mm-hmm. children because we're too, too busy. So here it is again. Clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. I love that. You've, you've come up with two really good things that we should remember. And I love that quote. And I don't have a lot to add to it. I'm just going to say that um, it resonates with me so much. 
from what we talked about that Kristen said. So when you find yourself unraveling, when you find you're thinking you're not enough, take your cape off, look at your family goals, set your priorities, and find that kindness and the mercy and grace and all of that. And the only way you're going to find that is to ask the Lord to lay it before you. That's the key to this. So I'm so excited to be here. I think we're going to have one more episode that we're going to record from here. I think so. And uh, yeah, so thanks for being with us, Road School Moms. And uh, join us again next time. We're going to talk all about our Pioneer Day here at the Giles Frontier on the next one. And we're going to talk about Laura's lessons. Yes. I can't wait to do that. We've and I got... think today, are you? Let's. why don't you add one of those little... Um that you recorded with some of the moms. You want, let's add one of those to the end of this podcast when you're talking about. Well, you know what? When we were talking about seasons, I already had that little right. light bulb and we've got one. And so, so we're, we're going to add talking. a little quick interview at the Rachel, end of this one. Yep, that's right. I talked a little bit with Rachel at Pioneer Day. So listen to what she has to say about seasons. So we're wrapping this up this time from Central Florida here. Until next time, Road School Moms, safe travels and God bless. So, Rachel, we were just talking about different seasons of homeschool. Tell us how your season has recently changed. Well, I just had a new baby. She's going to be eight weeks. And um, we also bought a big house for my 95-year-old grandma, my father-in-law, who's in bad health, and my parents also who are not in good health. Um, And I have an 18-year-old and an 8-year-old. So homeschooling has been very interesting lately. Well, my 18-year-old's in college, so... Um, she's just doing online for now, but having a new baby and, you know, this season has been really challenging, but um, having all the different generations in the house has been really cool. Um, it's it's good for the kids to learn how to put others first, and, you know, there's a lot they learn, a lot they learn from the older generations, but also at the same time, um, like my grandma is loving you know, loving holding, sitting and holding the baby all day. She said, you know, so she can't remember the last time she actually held a tiny little baby and still just sit there and stare at her for, you know, for an hour. And um, it's good for grandma, it's good for the baby, and it really helps me also to be able to um, get some stuff done. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, That's awesome. Having all those generations in your, your household will be a really fun season. Yeah. Can't wait. And, you know, it's been really cool because Grandma has a lot of stories. Um, she grew up in Indiana in the 1920s. And we were reading a story called Bears the Blue River, um, which happens in the 20s in Indiana. And so it's really cool to be able to ask her, hey, we read this in the book. Is, do you remember something like that from your childhood? You know, and just hearing all the different stories and talks about how she grew up without electricity and you know, out on a farm and, um, you know, how different life, just how different life was back then. How fun for your daughter to see that through her eyes. Yes. That's an awesome season of your household. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Please remember to share your review with iTunes. Stay connected with the Road School Moms team from wherever in the world you are. Like our Facebook page for all the latest news. And join our private group for a more personal connection. You can also check our Pinterest boards for more resources and encouragement. Connect with me, Mary Beth, through my website at roadtripteacher.com.
www.thepeacefulpeoplesmovement.com. We invite you to leave comments, ask questions, and leave your prayer requests at roadschoolmoms.com. There, you can subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all our adventures. To connect with me, Holly, visit thegilesfrontier.com. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.